As discussions in the U.S. about MagStripe security heat, more card issuers are migrating portions of their customer portfolios over to chip card technology. At California-based Silicon Valley Bank, the decision to migrate to more advanced card technology was a priority, not just because of security concerns, but because of the need for a more ubiquitous payments method for its growing global customer base. Hi, I'm Tracy Kitten with Information Security Media Group. Today we hear from Pradeep Madgal, Head of Global Cards and Merchant Services for Silicon Valley Bank, who talks about the steps his institution took to spearhead a move to a more EMV-compliant payments technology. Pradeep, Silicon Valley Bank, which has about $19.5 billion in assets, was the first U.S. bank to issue chip-enabled credit cards to business customers. Can you give us a little background about the program and tell us when the bank initiated this migration to chip? Um, yes, uh, we actually um, launched um, a chip-enabled EMRE card to our business customers uh, and also to our private bank customers. Um, that migration began um, on June the 1st of this year, and we began the development effort um, uh, in the summer of um, 2010 when we actually first started thinking about the process and uh, reaching out to our vendors and suppliers and um, mapping out a strategy to um, basically be the first commercial bank to launch uh, an EME infrastructure in the United States. Um, now, we have not completed it across the entire card portfolio. We focused specifically on our elite card clients. And Pradeep, could you tell us what percentage or number of your business customers now have and use these chip-based credit cards? Uh, the percentage of our, from our entire portfolio at this point is fairly small, given the fact that it's focused on C-level executives at the, at the business side and, uh, and the private bank uh, clients. Um, with that being said, we are signing up more and more uh, clients on, on, a, on a monthly basis. Um, you know, we think that once we migrate our existing card portfolio, our business credit card portfolio, over to an EMA infrastructure, um, and the plans are to do that sometime next year, uh, we'll, we'll reach a much higher percentage of our client base. But because the focus was very much on the affluent segment uh, and the C-level executives in, in, in these companies, um, you know, it's a very targeted market, if you will, and, um, you know, so the, the percentages of, of conversion at this point are fairly small. Now, your chip program started out with business customers. Are there plans to expand the program, and could debit cards for retail customers also be a part of the plan in the future? Well, obviously, you know, we're a commercial bank. The majority of what we do is focused on commercial banking. Um, as I attested earlier, we do have a small private banking business. Um, we do not have a retail banking um, business, and we don't plan to do so um, any time in the future. Um, what our focus right now is to basically get um, more sales on our business elite and private bank elite cards um, on the on the chip program, and then obviously migrate our business credit card, debit cards, and also our private bank debit cards onto uh, an EME program uh, later on next year. Um, and that's that's pretty much you know we, we're not we're not in the retail space at this point. Can you give us some background, Pradeep, on the advantages that this move has offered for the bank, such as some idea about what the return on investment has been for you? Sure. Uh, I guess the biggest advantage, you know, from the standpoint um, is that a lot of our clients travel overseas. Um, in fact, you know, uh, a large percentage of them 
do business overseas. So, you know, when they're out in Europe or Asia or uh, other EMV-enabled countries, we were hearing about the fact that they were having experiences that were not very pleasant at, at the merchant um, that they were conducting business with. Um, we felt that, you know, because of the fact that we do business overseas, we have overseas locations, that we needed to address this from that perspective. Um, but initially, it's also, it's also a much more secure uh, uh, environment for, um, you know, for our, not just for our clients, obviously, that's very important, but also for the bank. Um, you know, security is paramount, and the EMV chip program provides uh, a much more secure environment uh, for our clients to conduct their, um, their business. And um, also from a merchant perspective as well, we look at this and, um, you know, are much more, um, especially in Europe, um, you know, their needs um, are, are focused on enabling, um, you know, as many secure transactions as possible. Now, another area that you've noted that I thought was interesting when it comes to chip technology is the ability that these chip cards offer to your customers to integrate the program into their corporate accounting system. So this basically allows them to analyze data and spending patterns. This is an area about chip that we don't really talk about quite often in the U.S. Can you give us some background on some of the advantages that relate to this integration? Well, uh, you know, integration of data in ERP systems is something we do on our regular business credit card program as well. Um, you know, we um, one of the one of the neat things about credit cards in general is the richness of data, uh, the ability to get level three data that, that is easily integratable into backend systems. So it doesn't. It's not necessarily a, a chip specific benefit. Um, it's really the benefit of having a, um, a robust commercial card program that allows you to then take that information um, and pass it back directly into our clients' ERP systems, and then that data can then be used uh, much more effectively to negotiate with our suppliers. Um, you know, the, we, we we're able to provide reporting right now that's fairly um, holistic, comprehensive, and it gives our clients a much bigger advantage as they're sitting there and looking at spend data, whether it happens to be travel entertainment spend or procurement, procurement spend, and then to start negotiating with suppliers more efficiently. So information, uh, you know, it's not just about the payment, it's also about the data and information. And um, we're very excited about, you know, the possibility of, uh, of uh, migrating more and more of our clients into this payable stream because the richness of the data really makes a huge difference for our clients. And I also wanted to ask Pradeep, do these cards contain mag stripes as well? So are these chip cards that also have mag stripes so that customers can use them in the U.S.? Yes, absolutely. When we launched this program, we did not want to have, obviously, you know, a lot of our clients to come back home. And when they come back home, we're still in the mag stripe environment. Um, so, um, you know, the mag stripe is still on the back of the card. Um, and they, you know, will use it just like a regular mag stripe credit card that they do on a normal basis. Um, that will continue on uh, for the foreseeable future. We don't we don't intend to change that because obviously we want to see spend go on anywhere and, and within the United States as well. And do you have concerns regarding the card security when it comes to having this MagStripe technology being retained on the chip cards? Yes, I mean the, the, the biggest advantage of, of um, you know the, the the chip card really at the end of the day is to reduce fraud. Um, you know, we also have um, operations here overseas, and if you look at what's happened here in the UK, um, you know, uh, the EME program, um, 
you know, has been an enormous success uh, among issuers and merchants. And, you know, as a result of a significant, um, you know, lot, you know, reductions in fraud, um, not just from a loss and stolen perspective, but also the counterfeit card fraud and fraud losses generally have fallen um, significantly here in the United Kingdom and also across the European Union and, and parts of Asia that are EMU compliant. Um, the reality is that a MaxCard card can easily, the data can easily be skimmed. Um, you know, not that any um, program is fully secure and there's nothing that's 100% secure, but the inability for the data to be skimmed as easily uh, through an EMU program is one of the key advantages of, of um, you know, uh, an EMA chip and pen, pen situation. So I think that at the end of the day, you know, when you, you talk to the different analysts and you talk to anybody that's out there, you know, the concern is that with the U.S. still behind in terms of this technology, uh, much of the fraud is going to uh, get centralized uh, within the 50 United States. So um, that is a big, big concern. Do you see chip technology gaining more acceptance in the U.S.? Um, yes. I think, you know, um, Part of it is also the big uh, merchant, uh, big retailers who are already looking at this um, very carefully. I know Walmart has made um, a lot of um, you know moves uh, to move in this direction. I believe so as Best Buy and other retailers. Once the big retailers start to do that, other merchants will follow. This is going to take a, a bit of a bit of time, though. I mean, with the Visa announcement in terms of what they're going to be doing um, with their merchants and how they're sort of looking at EME compliance by year 2014 and 15, and with MasterCard coming out with announcements as well, I think that the, the debate and the shift has already begun. Um, but, you know, it's going to take a lot of, um, you know, push from financial institutions, from the merchant community, from the regulators to sort of work together uh, to really help move the needle. I do believe that um, the time has come where we're going to start to see that shift take place, and it's all going to be for the good, not just from um, U.S.-based customers, but also clients who are coming in from overseas who are using their cards. Um, everybody wants to be in a much more secure environment, and I do think that um, this will help move in that direction. And before we close, Pradeep, what advice can you offer other U.S. institutions who are considering a similar move? I think that, you know, they should, um, you know, reach out to their um, um, network providers, their processors, um, talk to their clients. I think those who have travel internationally quite a bit, you know, are probably running into experiences right now as we speak where maybe the cards are getting rejected um, or they're having experiences that are not so pleasant. I think the rules are going to start to shift even further uh, next year with a lot of the different mandates coming in country by country where, you know, U.S. clients of these financial institutions are going to face even more, um, you know, troubles as they're coming out here to spend on their cards. So I do think that, you know, um, I, I, would, I, would, I would advise financial institutions to really start reaching out to their uh, suppliers, to their vendors, to their processing community, to the brand itself. In this case, it could be Visa, MasterCard, or uh, other, um, other brands that could be issuing, and, you know, you know force the debate. Um, but it's also going to require a lot of um, work within the merchant community as well, trying to sell the advantages of why we're doing this and then you know, it is going to be an expensive proposition, but it's something that I think everybody should share in this process to help create a much more better client experience uh, and a much more secure environment around the day. And that's really the key uh, to the success of this program. From our perspective, the sort of things that we want to do from an innovation standpoint to really help, you know, move the needle 
and, and be out there positioning um, not just for ourselves but also for our clients uh, in bringing the robust technology to the marketplace. Pradeep, I want to thank you again for your time today. Absolutely. Thank you very much. Again, we've just heard from Pradeep Modgal, who oversees global cards and merchant services for Silicon Valley Bank. For Information Security Media Group, I'm Tracy Kitten.